Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. No man for any considerable period can wear one face to himself and another to the multitude without finally getting bewildered as to which may be the true. Nathaniel Hawthorne. what's up and welcome back to another coffee talk today i figured we could sit and chat over a nice warm beverage just my normal hazelnut almond milk coffee and it's super good it's definitely my third cup of the day so we're gonna get chatty today i'm super excited though because i feel like i don't know i feel very inspired by today's podcast episode i feel like it's been fun finding kind of halloween themed ways to make a spin on the things that we usually talk about and today's a big one today's a big one because it's basically a summary of a lot of the things that I've been reflecting on lately. I mean, that probably comes as no freaking surprise, but I just lately have been super introspective about how we present ourselves to the world and just basically who we show up as. And a lot of it has stemmed from, again, big freaking surprise, the book that I'm reading, which is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. But it's also too, like I've been graining a lot of the things that that book has learned or taught me, sorry, into kind of my own personal experience as of lately and just things that I've been, like I said, reflecting on. And with Halloween around the corner, I figured we could talk about masks a little bit. I'm going to spin off on probably multiple metaphors, but if any of you guys have ever felt like who you used to be or who you're supposed to be or who you're asked to be, who you show up to be, who you've been masked to be, anything like that, if any of those versions of you have ever haunted you or held you back in any kind of way from being exactly who you are, then today's video is definitely going to be for you. So really quick question before we jump into today's coffee talk, I want you to actually sit and think about this for a second. Okay, let's take all of the details of Halloween out of the equation. Let's say that you don't have a significant other, you don't have a big group of friends or a party to go to or anything of the sort. This is already sounding like my actual Halloween. But basically, just picture Halloween being a one-man show. Picture just being a party just for you, just in this like alternate dimensional universe, okay? You know when you dream how it's just kind of you in there, even though there's other people in there, it's still kind of just you. It's you and your subconscious chilling. Let's say in this dream world, you're super happy, you're super whatever, and there's a day that comes along called Halloween, and even though it's just you in this dream world, you don't feel like you're missing anybody, so let's take that emotion out of the equation. If you could be literally anyone, anything at all, what would you be? Not for the sake of, you know, the reason why I say no one else is around is because I think that there's things that we wanna be because, you know, they're hot costumes or they're cool costumes or maybe you're doing a partner costume or a group costume. This is just you. Let's even just take Halloween out of the equation, but you're allowed to think as wildly and dream as big as possible if you could literally be anyone or anything, meaning you could be a firefighter, you could be a cop, you could be anything you want or anyone you want, anyone that's inspired you, anyone from a book or a movie, who would you be? 
just think about it for a second. Like, do you feel drawn towards your heroes? Do you feel drawn towards a certain style of costume? Do you feel drawn towards just like, what would you be? Who would you be? And seriously, think about this for a quick second. I'm gonna take a sip, let you guys think about it. I'll even think of my own answer because I totally did not before this coffee talk. Okay, have we all thought of something? Perfect. I tend to gravitate towards badass costumes. I've talked about this in a YouTuber video already where I was painting pumpkins, but I feel like every year that Halloween comes around, we all get to kind of be just whoever we wanna be. We get to be who we may not get to be on a day-to-day -day basis. And when I say badass, okay, I think of You Are a Badass by like Sophia Amoruso. And so that, I guess that's the kind of badass that I think of in the sense of, I would say that I have some badass quality traits, but I'd say on like a day-to-day -day basis or Something I'm still unraveling in my entire life's journey is the fact that I carry a lot of fear around with me and I feel like I carry that fear around with me a lot. And a lot of the times I kind of look at life through this fear filter, which is in a lot of ways, I guess in my own experience, kind of felt like a mask. It feels like a mask in the sense of, especially when I think of my social anxiety and that hasn't affected me as much like as I've gotten older, I feel like I've grown out a lot of my social anxiety, but there's still times that I'm in social situations and I feel like super just not myself. And then I feel like I'm kind of, I'm just in a fear mindset. And that is just the way anxiety is. Anxiety is fight or flight. It's basically there is a threat. We need to discover the threat. And if your brain can't discover a threat, then it's thinking everything's a threat. It's a loophole that I've gone down many times. I've looked into it many times and I'm, I'm not new to this whole anxiety world. But I guess if there was like a present day mask that I would say I wear, I'd say a lot of the times, and we tend to filter through masks throughout the day, right? But I, I would say a lot of the times, fear is the biggest mask that I'm trying to get rid of. I'm trying to get rid of because I know that there's nothing to fear, or at least consciously I know that, but there's a lot of subconscious that I need to still dig into and heal before I finally let go of that full amount of fear. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. We're going to be talking about like basically the masked versions of things that we tend to show up in the world as that might not be by choice. They might be by, like I said, your subconscious might have attached to fear when you were younger, or maybe it was unpredictability, maybe it was just anything at all that basically helped you feel safe, or made you feel comforted, or made you feel like you were showing up in the world that other people needed you to, or how other people needed you to, and how those masks tend to kind of start to stick around, they become habits, they become routines, until sometimes we might find ourselves going through smaller phases in life, or bigger phases in life, where we feel unconnected to who we're showing up in the world presently as. So basically, if you resonate with that at all, then this definitely is the coffee talk for you. So think about the costume that you thought of earlier and ask yourself what kind of costume it is. So I said mine is, mine is badass. And it's funny because I just explained fear tends to be a big filter that I look at life through, yet if I could be anything in the world, I would be badass. And what does that even mean to me? Well, that means to me just being fearless, to believe in yourself, unwavering faith, and to be fearless and not in the sense of like, being silly fearless, like to not, you know, to do stupid things that are harmful, but to be fearless in the sense of, there's this quote, and yes, it is totally by Taylor Swift, and I remember reading it, and it's the reason why when I was like 18, I got my first ever tattoo, and it's literally fearless, because, yep, guys, Taylor Swift tattoo, that happened. Um, it's because she made a quote once, and it's stuck with me ever since. They might not even be her words, but it was the idea that 
being fearless is having fear and feeling fear, but doing what you need to do anyways, or living your life anyways, despite the fear, to take it with you, put it in the backseat, and keep driving your car. And so when I think of Halloween, and Halloween comes around, I tend to go for badass outfits because I think that deep down inside, all I really want to do is be a fearless badass. And instead, I tend to be this like timid little kind of, not little, okay? I'm trying to think, it's, it's hard to like, okay, I feel like a lot of the stuff that we end up talking about, I always speak from personal experience, so I end up self-analyzing myself to the point of like, maybe too much. But I would say that I'm like, I, w I feel like a little feeble deer in a field that's just kind of like frolicking along and it's like, guys, let's go gist, guys, let's go like fold some laundry and do some meal prep. But inside my head of the deer, I'm not a deer, I'm a freaking panther, or I'm like, I'm a lion, or I'm Catwoman, or something badass, you know? And so basically what I'm getting at here is Halloween lets us step outside of who we are and step into who we want to be, or who we dream of being, or who we idolize being. And I think that there's a really cool concept that we can dig into with that whole idea. There's a really cool mindset that we've all naturally taken on with Halloween, that if we can sit and discuss it long enough today over caffeinated beverages, we might be able to just take that Halloween mindset with us throughout the rest of the year. And it's basically the ability to show up in the world as exactly who you wanna be. So I'm gonna be using masks today as a metaphor, so please do not be alarmed when I ask you to take your mask off as if you haven't been who you already are, because I do believe that we all are exactly who we are. But I would like to believe that also, there is parts of us, there's parts of the ways that we show up in the world and there's parts of the ways that we look at the world. So in a lot of ways, the mask that you might be looking at life through or the mask that you show up to for other people in your life or in your just day to day, it might not necessarily be a mask that you've chosen. Parts of it could be, or maybe colors are, maybe the facial expression, who knows. But a lot of the times, like for instance, in the seven habits of highly effective people, where he, where he talks about maps, we're gonna talk about masks. The idea is that you are generally giving a mask or a map based on what society has told you or how you were raised. So whoever your guardians were growing up, whoever your parents were growing up, whoever your idols were, whoever you spent the most time around in your younger years, as well as where society is at in today's world. So given that fact, Okay, I'm gonna take a wild guess that there's about 50% of our masks that are probably all the same because we're all living in today's world. We're all living in today's society and we all have the same kind of messages and the same type of just like societal truths that are being kind of thrown at us. So a lot of the times we might unknowingly pick up these truths and these pieces. For instance, like what does it mean to be beautiful? What does it mean to be successful? What does it mean to be happy? What does it mean to be loved or to be admired or appreciated? And, and what is power? And what kind of power should you be chasing? And how to be productive? And basically how to shrink your sleep down to like four hours a night to get the most done and how to, to just do this, 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 and this because that's what society is expecting. And I think that there's definitely a truth behind a lot of the messaging that we are hearing in today's world. I like to take a bit of an optimistic view on the world in the sense of, well, for one, I feel like if you take a pessimistic view on the world, then shit, you're not gonna be able to like reverse that. It's not gonna be a very fun life to live if you're thinking pessimistically, right? So instead I try and think a bit more optimistically, but when I think about a lot of the things that I have picked up as truths 
along the way in my life and kind of added them to my mask, I get a little bewildered by some of the things that I unknowingly have attached to and I have unknowingly given truth to in my own life. So for instance, when I think about what does it mean to be beautiful, I definitely know consciously, even from when I was like younger, I used to think that like animals were beautiful and I still do, and plants are beautiful and I still do, and people were beautiful and I still do. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. But there's a layer to my mask now, and I take responsibility for the fact that it's up to me to change it, but there is a layer to my mask now that has warped my my vision of beauty. Like, I've gone through phases of my life where I've told myself that like, oh God, I'm not thin enough, or oh God, I'm not, you know, pretty enough, or, you know, I would love to change this about my face, and I would love to reconstruct, you know, my nose, or like my chin, or my teeth, or my smile, and there are these little things that you think, oh, well, if that's just like, 
like me being insecure and if this thing is going to help my insecurity then it's good for me right but realistically to ask yourself where did this truth come from at what point did I think that you know the way my body was wasn't good enough at what point did I think that the way I smiled wasn't good enough at what point did I think that the way I am isn't good enough that I don't have value that isn't you know, intrinsic, that all my value is based on how I look and how I show up in the world. And that unknowingly became built into the mask that I started showing up into the world as. And in a lot of ways, there's multi layers to our masks. And like I said, from when you were a kid to now, you may have picked up some truths from society or some truths from your, your parents or your upbringing along the way that now feed into exactly how you show up into the world, but might not actually align with what you truly believe and what you truly are here for. And that's the thing that I think is so cool about Halloween is that we step outside the norm and we do what we think is impossible every day in one day. We step into exactly how we want the world to see us. We show up in these characters and we take on these, you know, personas that we feel on some way or on some level tend to resonate with us. But then once Halloween's over, we put all of our costumes away and we go right back to living how we were before. And if you're living a happy life, okay, if you feel fully connected with how you show up in the world, then you're grand. But this is more so about anyone out there, or even if you go through a phase, maybe you're in that place now and there might be a future time that you feel unconnected to the way that you're showing up in the world, then bookmark this podcast, bookmark this coffee talk and come back. But if you feel that way right now, then ask yourself this. If you were to take the mask off that you were given by society or by your upbringing, who would be hiding underneath? The crazy thing is, is that you already know, we all already know because it's the version of us that we spend time with right before we're falling asleep or when we have a long train ride and we're just looking out the window or when our phones die and technology is tucked away and we're spending some time in nature, that version of you that you are talking to and that you are spending time with, that is who you are. Let's take this metaphor a little further, okay? Let's say that there's a mask of who you used to be, so the mask of your ghost. Then there's the mask of who you are right now, so your present day mask, and then there's the mask of who you see yourself to be or who you would love to dream of being, you know, your future self, and that could be your spirit. If you're feeling haunted, if you're feeling heavy, if you're feeling unmotivated, worn down, like you can't believe in yourself, like you can't just, you know, be exactly who you want to be. It's my belief and my experience that you might be haunted by the mask of your ghost, meaning you might be still carrying around a lot of who you were before who you are now. Every day we change, every day we evolve, every day we grow, maybe not necessarily in such a linear line. Sometimes we need to take like 10 steps back before we can even take 20 steps forward. Sometimes we need to learn a lesson over and over again before we can actually break through it and grow through it. But it's my experience that anytime I've found myself to be in like a bit of a, a slump or sometimes those slumps, those slumpy days, you know, they kind of start to compile into one bigger period of feeling a little bit more down or out of touch or unconnected or unmotivated or, you know, your alarm goes off in the morning and you're laying there and you're just like, oh my God, no, like I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this today. A lot of the times when I've been in those phases of my life, I've felt like I've been carrying around this dead weight of who I was before. 
and this can lead up even to more recently so I'm learning a lot about myself every year that I do Utober only because it's like a big giant mountain of just content that I sign myself up for totally by choice and each time I'm always like why do I do this to myself when I'm like halfway up the mountain and it's just it seems daunting and this year in particular I'm trying to be a little bit more lenient a little bit more graceful with myself as I'm going through these feelings and these emotions because everything feels really heightened because there's a lot more on my plate than usual and so that makes sense right like it's it's not a matter of like personal opinion it's just a matter of fact there's a lot more on my plate and when there's a lot more on my plate I tend to be a little bit more reactive or I notice myself wanting to be more reactive and this time around instead of like throwing my papers in the air having a meltdown being upset feeling like a failure all of that I've just been trying to be like oh what is this showing me? And one thing that I've noticed this time around in Utober and the last few Utobers in general, every time around this year, I get a little weird. I get a little weird in the sense of obviously I get a little anxious, but I also get a little down. And part of that I would say is, you know, I would definitely like the weather and knowing that winter's around the corner, but this is also my favorite time of year. And so I think that a lot of it has come from this baggage or weight that I've carried around or this ghost that has potentially haunted me of my past. It's this mask that I'll sometimes pick back up and put back on my face of failure. And this mask and this ghost, it's haunted me around this time every single year for the last, I would say like four or five years, maybe even more. I don't know. I've never really thought about it, but it's a ghost that keeps coming back to haunt me and it zaps my energy and it makes me feel like, you know, just like I'm in a bit of a slump when I should be into like the more energetic, the more happier side of the season. And so while last year I let it just completely knock me down dead this year, instead of falling into the slump, I've been curious about it. I'm like, what is making me feel this way? And a lot of the times I think that when you do feel unmotivated or we're going to flip to the other side, which is, you know, our future selves and all of that too, but any kind of emotion at all, I found that if I can actually take a second to sit down and be like, okay, what am I actually feeling instead of running away from it? And then once you, you know, label the emotion or label the feeling that you have, where is this coming from? And then once you can label where it's stemming from or what thoughts are leading to that feeling or whatever, then you can ask where was the truth behind this? And then once you find the truth, which is the seed of exactly how you're feeling, ask yourself where did that truth come from or is it even real? So for instance, I'll take you guys through kind of my recent reflection on this. Just the other day I woke up in the morning and I just felt like I was just like, nope. No, I do not want to get up. I do not want to go to bed right now. I do not want to get up. I feel so unmotivated. I feel so sluggish and my day hasn't even begun yet. And that to me, I know now, given my years of like basically taking stock of the way that I am mentally and physically healthy and just knowing that when I start to feel that way, that's usually a trigger for me that like, oh, okay, we might be starting to walk down a path that I've walked down many times before. It's, it's, these aren't new pathways to me. So instead, I was laying in bed. Before I even got out of bed, I just rolled onto my back, laid there and thought, what am I feeling right now? And I let all of that heaviness just kind of sit on me for one second just so I could ask it where it was coming from. When I asked it where it was coming from, it had stemmed from the fact that I was officially a day behind on Utober. Okay, I'm going somewhere with this. But I asked where that 
basically why that was like there. Like what was the seeded root to that? And it was the fact that I had put this crazy expectation on myself or this crazy idea on myself that like before Utober even started this year, there would be no missed days. Absolutely none. No, not so ever, whatever. Okay. Because I felt like last year, I was really hard on myself last year for Utober and I felt like I had really butchered this daily series that I was working on. And uh, so this year I was like, nope, definitely not gonna do that again. We're gonna crush Utober this year. And I just had all of these expectations on myself. So when I, you know, push came to shove, life happens and I fell a day behind. The first day I woke up after that, I was just like, there it is. There it is again, of course, I'm a failure, I'm a this, I'm a that. And I started to put on this mask of like, all of these emotions that I know I've felt in the past, I basically reawoken them, brought them to the surface, planted them on my face, and decided I was gonna walk into the day that way. I was being haunted by who I used to be. So if you're feeling heavier, if you're feeling unmotivated or uninspired, is there potentially, you know, the weight of an old person, an old version of you that you used to be, that you are telling yourself over and over again, you're still that person or that you're doomed to repeat that over and over and over again. Because if you are, then you're being haunted by an old ghost, by an old mask that you may have thrown away at one point, but it's come back. Or if you're feeling disconnected from your life right now in general, if you find yourself, for instance, like the social anxiety thing, I've noticed when I'm out and those moments do flare up that I do get socially anxious again, you might find yourself kind of sitting there stuttering on your words or overthinking everything that you should say or wondering when you should jump into a conversation and you just start to overanalyze absolutely everything you're doing in a social situation or maybe you're just overanalyzing everything you're doing the minute you leave your house, you know? And maybe it's not even like a social anxiety thing. You might just find that in general lately, when you've been around other people, a lot of the times people are mirrors for us, right? So the perspective that we gain from being around other people is a lot of the times like a reflection of what's actually going on within, within ourselves and inside of ourselves. So you might feel like the more you get around other people, the more out of touch you feel, the more disconnected you feel. And if that's the case, then it's from my own experience that I feel like I, it's because I'm wearing a mask that I don't resonate with. It's because I'm not showing up as myself. I'm showing up as who I think I should be, or I'm trying to please other people or get other people's approval. And that's not a mask that any of us tend to actually resonate with on a deep core level. The other option or the third, you know, ghost that could be haunting is anytime that you might feel like you've been cheated or like you are angry or upset about something, but it's like internal, you know, I'm not talking about you're angry at your sister or for borrowing your sweater or you feel cheated because someone literally cheated on you. I'm talking about like you almost feel cheated by life. You feel angry at life. You feel sad about life. Like it's not any one tiny particular occurrence. It's almost like an overall mood. Then it's from my experience that you might be haunted by your spirit, by your future, or in a lot of ways what I'm getting at is the version of you that you know yourself to be but it's not the mask that you're wearing. Basically, every time I say mask, what I really mean is role. It's not the role that you're stepping into. It's not the role that you are living your life through. And so you might be living your life through old roles or past ghosts that you're still carrying around with you, that they are truths that you've come to know about life or yourself that are dead weight, that are baggage that you're carrying around. Or it might be that you're trying to show up in the role that you think society needs or that you think the people around you need. Or you might be getting angry because they're 
is a role that you want to be stepping into, but you feel like you can't be that person or you're not stepping into that person for whatever reason. Those might be three different types of masks or roles or whatever you want to call them that might be haunting you because they don't resonate with your soul core. They don't resonate with who you would be if all of those things disappeared and you were in this other dimension where Halloween was just a one day where Halloween was an all the time thing for just you and you could just be whoever you wanted to be. So I'm gonna let you guys digest that for a second. I'm gonna take a big sip of coffee and then we're gonna get extra morbid after this quick little break. So if any of you guys ever get the chance to read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, please, please, please do it. There's also the audiobook. I have both and they're both amazing, but you will get to this point and it's habit two. I'm gonna forewarn you. I honestly feel like maybe I shouldn't, but I'm gonna. So there's this project that he kind of gets you to do. It's not a hard one and I'm gonna basically tell you guys to do it right now too. So you might not even need to read the book, but actually still read the book because there's just so much wokeness in this book, okay? Anyway, habit two. It's basically the idea is that in life you should start with the end in mind. So something I'm gonna ask you to do, something that he asks the reader to do, i.e. me, and now I'm asking you to do it, is to picture yourself going to a funeral. Picture yourself driving there, picture yourself you're wearing all black, you show up to this funeral, you see everyone you love there, you see all the people you care about there, they're all kind of like sharing that mutual feeling of loss and you walk in and you're kind of like, you're, you're just taking it all in. You walk up to the front and you look in the casket and it's you. I know that that's morbid, but the reason why is because when you sit down in the front pew and no one can see you and everyone you know, everyone you love, everyone you care about gets up and talks about you, what would you want them to say? What would you want to be remembered for? What would you want them to go over when they think about how you were, who you were, memories you shared, things that you've done, and the mark that you left here on earth. Because when you do that, the idea is when you're picturing the end of your life and then you come back to exactly where you are now, you now have a roadmap between who you are, the role you're playing, and exactly who you want to be or who you want to leave behind as a memory of you on this earth. Now, I want you to picture a different funeral. I want you to picture a funeral of just you. You can invite other people to this funeral if you'd like, but you're there. And I want you to walk up to the casket if you feel like it, whatever you feel you need to visualize for this, but I, I kind of feel like walking up to the casket is a powerful vision to look down and to see who you used to be. And I want you to mourn that person. I want you to say goodbye to that person because who you've been up until now in your life, whether it is good or bad, they're gone. That version of you is gone. The only version of you that is ever truly, truly here is the version of you that's in the present. And I know that that's kind of a mind warp and that's also just like a stated fact that we all tend to know. And it's crazy because consciously we do all know that, but subconsciously we might still be carrying around a lot of old outdated ghosts of who we've been and still believing or looking at life through the filter that that's still who we are. And until we take the time to actually visualize saying goodbye to that version of us, to actually, you know, picture everything that we've been and all of the baggage that we might still be carrying around from that version of us and to put it into this casket and to close the casket, say our goodbyes and drift away from that version of us would open up so much more ability to be exactly the badasses that we want to be or maybe 
the heroes that we want to be or just the good Samaritans that we want to be. Or even if it's just like, let's say for Halloween, I know that this is going to be so corny, but let's just say for Halloween, you literally just want to be somebody that embraces themselves, somebody that's just confident in who they are. It's going to be impossible to do that if you've lived your life up until now never feeling that way and you're still carrying that version of you around. You need to say goodbye to the version of you that was insecure. You need to say goodbye to the version of you that doubted yourself. So for me, when I woke up that morning and was like, oh my God, I'm a day behind, I'm a massive failure. I had to picture a funeral for myself for all of the old versions of me leading up until now that had constantly told me that I was a failure, that had constantly told me that I wasn't good enough and that had constantly put way too many harsh expectations on myself and was so mean about trying to gain the results of those expectations. I had to say goodbye to that version and literally mourn the loss of that version of me because in my mind, I thought that behaving that way and being that way and being hard on myself was the way that I would get better results from myself. And just because that's worked a time or two in the past doesn't mean it's the most efficient way of getting those results from me in the future. And I knew that carrying around this version of me that was just a hard ass, it might actually get some things done, but it wasn't going to improve the efficiency of how I was then getting anything done or the relationship that I have with myself. And so, yeah, I could sit there and call myself a failure 10 times over, but it's gonna make it 10 times harder for me to actually get done what I wanna get done. Or it's gonna make it 10 times harder to show up in the world of how I actually do wanna show up in the world because I know I don't resonate with that version of me. Do you kinda of get what I'm saying? Basically, we need to be taking the masks off that we know we shouldn't be wearing and we need to find out if they're masks from the past, if they're masks from the future, if they're masks from society that are just like basically showing up into the world that you think you have to show up and then decide what mask you wanna put back on. Not until after you burn and disintegrate those old masks, by the way, because you don't want them coming back. And another tip, when you're having the funeral for your old self, this can be a meditation, this could be a journal entry, this could be, you can do this in so many different ways. You can even just, you know, pour yourself a glass of wine with a friend and, and talk this out with somebody, but you can even just type it out down below. You can type out your actual literal funeral of the old version of you, the old ghosts or the future spirits or any mask that you're basically putting in this casket and putting in the ground or cremating or however you want to put it. After that, I want you to invite your spirit to go with you for coffee after said funeral, okay? After you have said goodbye to all of the masks that no longer serve you, you now have a fresh face in a lot of ways. And I know that we're using the metaphor of masks here, but I wanna make it clear that I'm not saying a mask in the sense of hiding who you are. So let me switch it back to a role or a costume or whatever. When you sit down with your spirit, when you sit down with the version of you that knows exactly who you're destined to be, who your highest version or the best version of yourself is, like what it would be like to show up in the world as that version, of your, as your best self. It's basically like sitting down with the best version of yourself. And if you guys were to sit and powwow and have a discussion and draw up a game plan of what it would look like to basically create, sew, and mold together the exact role or the exact mask or the exact costume that would actually be you showing up in the world like it was Halloween every single day, showing up as your most badass self, showing up as your most, you know, maybe you wanna be like a fairy because you love magic. I don't know, whatever costume it is, what would it look like for you to show up that way? And write that costume down as if it is like an actual costume. I know that you're gonna be basically writing down personality traits or who knows what you'll be writing down because it'll be different for everybody, but just write it 
down, build your role, build that costume around exactly who you know you want to be and who you are already on some level and in some dimension inside of you so that you can draw it out of yourself. Because here's the crazy thing. We live in a world where we really are kind of living Halloween every single day. Not in the spooky sense, but in the sense of in a world where you can literally be anything you want to be, where you can chase all the dreams you want to chase, where you can believe in anything that you want to believe, where you can dream as big as you want to dream. Why live so small? Why live in hiding? Why believe or think or just basically tell yourself that you can't be anything you want to be when the fact of the matter is you truly can. If you align yourself with it, if you let go of all of the things that you are carrying that are holding you like dead weight from being that best, highest version of yourself. And if you're actually willing to do the hard work of building that costume, you know, sewing it together, molding the mask, whatever it is, but basically it's just molding the version of you that is exactly who you want to become. In a world where we can literally live like it's Halloween every day, why do we keep wearing the masks that scare us to death? Why keep wearing the masks that hide us from the world? Why keep wearing the masks that keep us safe if there's nothing to be safe from, you know? I don't know, I feel like I'm starting to speak gibberish now, but that was kind of like the mindset or the metaphor that I was using most recently in my own reflection of one, why I started to feel so down and sluggish and haunted by the ghost of, you know, Halloween or Utober's past, and two, feeling like there is this version of me, there is this like spirit inside of me that's just like asking to live out exactly my truth, to be authentically me. And I don't think that that's something that is so easy to do. And I also don't think that that's something that means that if you feel like you aren't there yet, that you haven't been authentic yet. Like, obviously I'm sitting here, I'm being honest with you guys, I'm being authentic with you, but I mean exactly how I picture my life unfolding, exactly who I know to be to my core. A lot of the times we might layer versions or masks or any, any of the metaphors we've used today between who we know we are and who we're actually being. And I think that the thinner that we make the veil, the better and easier it is to show up in our lives and live every day like you can be this badass Wonder Woman costume any day of the week. But I think the more fearful we get, the more people pleasing we get, the more out of touch with ourselves that we get, the easier it gets to kind of layer on all this armor as we show up in the world. And it keeps us from truly and authentically living out our highest version or our highest purpose or even just our happiest selves. And so they don't call it spooky Halloween for a reason. They call it happy Halloween for a reason. And if we were to just take the Halloween out and just try and live the happy part every day, I think that there's a lot we could actually learn about the whole idea of being able to be whoever you want to be for a night. Because in a lot of ways, we get to be whoever we want to be all year freaking long. So there you guys go. I hope you enjoyed today's Halloween infused coffee talk. Know that if you're out there and you're feeling haunted by your ghost, your spirit, or just even like the present day mask you feel like you've been showing up in, that that's, it's like, honestly, I feel like the minute that you're aware of something, that's always the first step to changing something. And if you listened through to this whole podcast and didn't resonate, then hey, it sounds like you're wearing the right freaking mask and you're out there just already doing the most. So don't even worry about it. Aside from that, I have one more spooky infested coffee talk coming your guys' way, so hold out for that next Monday, and I will talk to all of you guys then. Bye, guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.